Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. In 1996, a young 19-year-old Andrew Jones faced off against the New York Yankees and became the youngest player to hit a home run in the World Series. However, he wasn't he wasn't the youngest. Uh, Freddie Lindstrom in 1924 was 18 years old, 318 days old, uh, when he played the New York Giants um, versus the Washington Senators. However, neither of these players are the youngest to ever play in an MLB game. They are younger players, players who were 17 and even 16 years old. But the youngest player ever to play an MLB baseball game was 15 years old in 1944 during World War II, 60 years before 14-year-old Freddie Adu would play in the MLS. This is a Scoreboard Addicts podcast with another episode of Obscure Sports History. And this is the story of Joe Nuxhall listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here And I am the Rook from the Scoreboard Addicts podcast, and I am back with another episode of my obscure sports history. Uh, this might not be obscure, but it is sports history. And it's probably a little known by most people, so I guess it's considered obscure. But some people may know this. People, some people may be aware of this. But uh, before we get into the story of Joe Nuxel, I have to explain why a 15-year-old would get the chance to even play in the major leagues. When Joe Nuxel, Nuxhall appeared in the Major League Baseball game, it was during World War II. After the attack on Pearl Harbor, President Roosevelt contacted the Major League Baseball Commissioner Kennesaw Mountain Landis to ask that baseball continue despite the U.S. going to war. Roosevelt wrote to Kennesaw, I honestly feel that it would be best for the country to keep baseball going. There will be fewer people unemployed and everybody will work longer, longer hours, harder than ever before. And that means they ought to have a chance for recreation and for taking their minds off their work even more than before. And this quote was from the History Channel article uh, about Joe Nuxle. Uh, Kennesaw obliged and played played continued uh, in the MLB without stars of the era, as many left to enlist in the armed forces. Such such stars as Hank Greenberg, uh, Joe DiMaggio, Ted Williams, Dom DiMaggio, uh, Bob Feller and Pee Wee Reese, all in their primes, left the game. They left the MLB in the primes of their career to enlist and fight for their country because World War II was just that type of war where everyone wanted to sign up, everyone wanted to defend their country. Um, so even these Major League Baseball players in the prime of their career, leaving those years behind, uh, went ahead and enlisted you know, to fight for the United States. So after 1942, more than 500 big league players were enlisted in the Army. 
which begs the question, how did Kennesaw think he would continue Major League Baseball without 500 of his own big leaguers? The answer to that was, well, they started allowing adolescents uh, uh, to older retired players to come back and play. The MLB had to make do with who, was, who wasn't away at war, and that would be men under 18 and men who were too old to enlist. Uh, many new players who normally wouldn't have come close to getting their shot at the big leagues joined the MLB, including a one-armed outfielder named Pete Gray, who hit 218, drove in 13 runs in uh, 77 games with the St. Louis Browns. Uh, he he batted better than Joey Gallo and Brett Gardner in 2021, and he only had one arm. Uh, that's just a knock on uh, you know my Yankees, but uh, it's true. He batted 218 with one arm. And he played outfield. Um, so we may have to revisit uh, Pete Gray in another podcast. Uh, but for now, we're going to stick with the Joe Nuxall story. Other younger players were uh, Carl Schaub, uh, who pitched for the Philadelphia A's in 1943, and an 18-year-old uh, Vern Benson for the Philadelphia A's. Uh, a 17-year-old Cass Michael began a 12-year career uh, playing third base for the White Sox, while even older players such as Mike Reba and Al Simmons, who returned to MLB during World War II. This brings us to the 15-year-old pitcher, Joe Nuxhall. Uh, so we're going to start with the early life of Joe before his MLB appearance. So Joe was born on July 30th, 1928, in Hamilton, Ohio. Uh, during World War II, Joe Nuxhall was the biggest member of his ninth grade class. He uh, came in at about 6 feet 2 inches and was 190 pounds. Uh, he was a left-handed pitcher with a hard fastball, but he didn't have great control. He did play semi-pro with his father uh, for a few years, and scouts uh, who were looking to fill the Cincinnati Reds' depleted roster were following was following his father, uh, Orville Nuxall, who's uh, which was like back that was in the 1943. So, however, Joe's father didn't want a pro career because he needed to care for Joe and Joe's four other siblings. So. Uh, you know, he had five children to take care of, and he just said he wasn't going to play pro. He didn't want to. He didn't want a chance at his uh, career and risk not bringing in money for his family. So he gave up his dream, playing the MLB, support his family during World War II. But the scouts who were there, you know, turned their attention to to Joe, who at the time and their you know them scouting him was only 14 years old. And Joe signed a major league contract with the Cincinnati Reds on February 18th, 1944. The original plan was for Joe to play with the Reds um, after the school year ended in June. But unfortunately, the Reds general manager, Warren Gills, uh, or Giles, uh, kept losing players uh, that had been inducted into service um, for the war. And he decided to bring Joe onto the roster for opening day in 1944. Um, So this brings us to the debut and only appearance of the 15-year-old Joe Nuxhole. On June 10th, 1944, the Reds were facing off against the eventual World Series champions, the St. Louis Cardinals, at Crosley Field, trailing 13 to nothing in the ninth inning. Uh, manager Bill McKinchney uh, called on Nuxhole for a mop-up relief appearance. Joe pitched two-thirds of an inning. He gave up five runs on five walks and two hits and was pulled after a wild pitch. This was his one and only appearance in 1944. And he was returned to the minors after that one appearance. A quote from Joe Nuxall that was featured in the Los Angeles Times article by Joe Kay titled, At age 15, Nuxall grew up in a hurry. The youngest pitcher in Major League broke in the 50s, 50 years ago against Musial. That's the name of the, the title of the article. But Joe's quote was, 
I was pitching against seventh, eighth, and ninth graders, and uh, kids who were 13, 14 years old. All of a sudden, I look up and there's Stan Musial and the likes. It was a very scary situation. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a 15 year old going against some of the, like, you know, Hall of Famers like Stan Musial uh, and just older players and just being in the major league. I mean, it's, I, it's not comprehensible, uh, but Joe did it. Um, despite the poor outing at only 15 years old, that did not end Joe's career. Uh, he went on to return to the majors at the age of 23, and he pitched for 15 seasons. He primarily pitched for the Reds in his 15 years with two short stints with the KC Athletics and the Los Angeles Angels. He pitched in 526 games, pitched 20 shutouts, had thir- 1,372 strikeouts, and a win-loss record of 135 and 117, and an ERA of 3.90. Uh, thanks to uh, the baseball reference for that stats. Uh, for your analytic nerds, uh, he had a 3.6 war. Uh, so even though he didn't have a great debut at 15 years old, it's a couple years off. At the age of 23, he then ended up pitching for 15 years. So uh, pretty incredible story. Um, so Nuxil does remain the youngest player to ever play in a major league game. In, in history, in sports history. Um, during his life, there was a belief a 14-year-old played in 1887, but a later correction in 2009 discovered that player was actually 23. Uh, it's a pretty big difference. <laughs> Go from 14 to 23, I guess he was, uh, I, guess, I can't remember the guy's name, but the uh, the Little League team from the Bronx, Danny Almonte. It must have been Danny Almonte uh, pitching there. Uh, but Joe died in uh, 2007 in Fairfield, Ohio, at the age of 79. Without knowing, he was, in fact, the youngest ever to play in the Major League game because of the stat correction that changed it from 14 to 23. Um, So the only other player uh, to play in a professional baseball game but not a Major League Baseball or MLB game was Joe Relaford. He was a 12-year-old bat boy for Class D Fitzgerald Pioneers. Uh, He became the youngest player to ever play in a professional game in 1952, but I think we're going to save that story for another time. So that's it for this edition of Obscure Sports History with the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching for the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. Like and subscribe to our videos on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, as we are now available on most podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible, uh, and Spreaker, and many more. Uh, We also do have... um, pinsandaces.com as a golf apparel who are now uh, we're brand ambassadors for them. So if you go to that website, pins and aces, uh, use promo code uh, score pod, get 15% off your entire order. Uh, that does it for me. Uh, the Rook is your host of obscure sports, pro, uh, obscure sports history. And uh, hopefully you could join us for next time. Thanks. See Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 